Good morning and welcome to Morning Coffee. This morning we have a visitor who has flown in specially, I'm sure, for this solo. Um, Nathan Tigerty is joining us. He is a homebird here, but actually he's living in New York at the minute. So you're from Morn, but you're back just today. Back for the giggles. Yeah. Back for just this podcast. Just this. Yes. Not because it's your mom's birthday. call last week. <laughs> yeah, last minute. No, um, I'm back. Um, we kind of have an unwritten rule in our family where between my siblings and I that because my brother and my sister have are living in England and I'm now stateside so anytime uh it's my mum or dad's birthday it's a rule that one of us has to be back okay. and I've kind of missed out for like the past couple of years oh so I've always turn? been I've always yeah it's my turn it's I it's the it's the I got the short straw this time <laughs> But uh, in a good way, that sounds like I hope she isn't listening <laughs> yeah, to this one. Please, sorry, we're sorry. He yeah, totally sorry. didn't mean it. <laughs> no, well, I, I have been back quite a few times since then, but it's always been either Christmas or weddings. You were back there a couple of months. Was couple it even months a ago. couple of months it ago? It was March, I think. So it's not really that long ago not at all. Really, no. Your brother got married, was that? Your brother just... got married in, in Newcastle over in England. So I was best man duties. Okay. So it's kind of it, like, it, 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 don't get me wrong, it is really nice to be home, but you're kind of like, the frequent flying does get like right okay i need to and it's we- it is so weird being back in your hometown in your home country but your body clock is completely skew with <laughs> like because there'll be days like I, like i don't know what time is it now it's like 2 30 like i guarantee you like four hours no I'll it's the morning it's the, the morning. morning oh is this oh, oh he's exposed the lie again oh, every edit, podcast edit just edit it <laughs> start doing these in the morning <laughs> We're gonna call it afternoon coffee. It's yeah. gotta change. Oh, anyway, just sorry. Coffee, anyway. <laughs> just, just coffee. <laughs> yeah. Only um, just Lucy might get mad at us. <laughs> but it's a little bit weird because, like, come like one or I won't get to sleep until about four in the morning oh. because it's like that'll be eleven o'clock back in the states. But have you slept? Like, what time did you leave at? I left. I flew. At nine o'clock New York time. Which would be which then would they're five been, hours behind, are they? Yes, so it would have been two AM here. Two AM. So you will be tired. If you if you can par through, you, you probably might get into a normal cycle, will you? You'll not par through. It, it, well it depends because <laughs> I've always been back like it depends on how long you're staying. Because if it's just for a wedding, it's only been for a week. I'm okay. staying here for I think four or five days. Just oh, for the okay. just for the bank holiday weekend. Okay. So you've got about two days to get over the jet lag and then You've always got something. You've always got something on, like whether it's just a little reunion or a family event, or something. So okay. you just got adrenaline and everything. So, okay. H- yeah. Hence the double espresso. Hence, I, I, it feels like triple, but it's, it's, really it's working. Is working. The, working it the is a small right and a large. So that's what it's, it's kind of <laughs> yeah, two and a half. That is that is two plus one. I will. <laughs> Do you have a degree, Ryan? <laughs> I yeah yeah. I'm really loving it right now. To be perfectly honest, good, yes, good. I will apologize in advance because I may have no filter. Okay. So in case you know there might be yeah, there's going to be no filter. It's going to be real depth. It is going to be uh, yeah. Twenty minutes and I'm just. Or people are going to be like, "There's a lot of editing going on in this podcast. <laughs> what were they talking about?" And then you'll, you'll the release rules. the unedited version just for charity. Yeah. No. Once you've made you know properly big time. Uh-huh. Oh well. Not saying that you haven't already. Be, there'll be a while. Like, I still need to buy the yacht. Exactly. Yeah. Is that Maybe all that's on the, the list? Yacht, we... A yacht and a chauffeur, apparently, are uh, the two things. Oh, yeah. That makes you a fancy. Yacht and Jeeves, yeah. Jeeves. Jeeves. Or, yeah. Uh, uh, Even if his name Alfred. is Ronald, you call him Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> if his name is Deshaun, it's always Jeeves. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Amazing. It doesn't count whenever you're paying for a yellow cab, though. So, no, absolutely yeah. No, absolutely. It has not. to be a hard chauffeur. Oh, that's, no. yeah. Okay. Full limo job, like tinted windows. <laughs> The whole thing. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. 
and when when sits to visit no hmm? no okay that was already been that was I've like me been. leading you in for an invitation like yeah sure guys come over i'll Listen. let you go in the limo but no that was just hmm <laughs> It's like it's a it's an over the counter job. All right. Yeah. I, I've already I've already had that experience. He has had the oh, experience. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You guys yeah. met up when you were was, away over with me and Morn, weren't you? Was, what, yeah, two it was months, a months I ago. I can't yeah. even remember. To what be months honest. Was it, May, April, May. We're May. May. We're nearly so, the end of May, actually. Yeah. I was over. It, I left the day before St Patrick's Day. That's March. Six, that's March. March. Yeah, two months. Yeah. Just, that actually seems like longer since you were away. I do remember though that you said that you hated Times Square. Like, like yeah, you're me. Like you're yeah. not a ta- you're not a that crowd guy. That was the guy. first thing. First thing we did, and I couldn't hear out my left ear. And <laughs> yeah. Jenna was talking. Always sat, stood on my left hand side and oh, talked to me. <laughs> did you do that on purpose? <laughs> no. She stood on my left hand side and was talking to me, and I had to keep turning my head the whole way around so I could hear out my right ear. Oh, that's proper old person. Yeah. Oh like, my goodness. Is it that? But what? So. <laughs> To or be fair, that would not be out of place. That would not be out of place. There's just so many people looking at nothing. Not like it's billboards are cool and stuff, right? But yeah. they're billboards. Yes. And there's lots of people just like you don't see a hundred thousand people standing in Shaftesbury Square looking at the at, KFC sign. Yeah. Yeah, the phone account. Yeah, the phone account. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. That's the that's for the Insta. Um, it's not. It's not like Have you, have you been like, to? I haven't been to New York. No. You see, Times Square. Like, so, mum and dad are actually coming. They're actually finally coming out in October. Oh, so they've never been. Dad has oh, been. Oh, take them to Times Square. Dad has. Dad, <laughs> see, dad has been before. Mum has really never been. And Times Square is on her list. Oh, okay. And I'm kind of like center. Same way I said to you. Yeah. Like when you first see it, it is like a spectacle because yeah. you're like you are taken aback by the billboards, by the lights, because like, it's really cool when you go at like yeah. s- like sunset, because it is really cool. But once you're over the whole that whole phase, it's just Get me there out is here, a is it? crap load of people out here. But it's all it is all tourists, okay. so it'll be certain people with you know the the cat the camera over their shoulders and they're like taking two steps, take a photo. I think there's certain people. There's certain pretty sure people, what ethnicity you're. You know, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> I may. Have well, to, this is I the last the, episode. I plead, of I, I plead the fifth. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, yes, yeah. it's uh, it is a great city if you're a tourist for like five days, and it's a great it's a great yeah. place to live as well. Yeah. But you kind of see different sides yeah. of it when you're. What to side? Be fair, are you? Yeah, I, I got to see sort of both sides, but I would have liked to see more. I didn't get to see. It's funny, like you go to New York and you expect the Statue of Liberty is just sitting in the middle of the. I just somewhere. Just randomly, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was actually watched a film the other day yeah. that was taking the taking the mech out of that. That it was. Oh look, there's the Empire State Building. They turn around. Statue of Liberty, there it is. Then they're walking through Central Park at the same oh, time. Oh, don't get me started. But yeah, like, it's so big. It's so ridiculously big that it would take you a week to get from one place to another. It's big, but then That's at the same stretch, time, but. it's so like it's so densely populated that you could, if you rushed, do all the major yeah. tourist attractions in one day. But mm-hmm. it's because it's so densely populated, it takes you can't forever move. Yeah. to get there. Yeah, because we uh, we didn't get to see Statue of Liberty. Didn't get down to Wall Street. Didn't get mm-hmm. down to the um, yeah. memorial. Yes, the nine nine eleven memorial, which would have been really cool to see. Yeah, um, so I've heard. And Madison Square Garden, we yes. I wanted to go and see something in Madison Square Garden, but yeah. didn't have the time. Um, yeah, you kind of you kind of. It wasn't the, the greatest time to be going out either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we we got to see it for the for the train station, but that was the height of it. <laughs> yeah, 
Grand yeah. Central. Mm. That's what it is. Yeah. No, I saw Grand Central as well. It was a bit. It's a train station. <sighs> it's a train station. It's it's one of those things where like. Because New York <laughs> really selling New York. Yeah. It's, it's Kilkeeda's definitely better, better my flights. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Romantic trip away. No, like it's. It's one of those places, like, I didn't know I was going to move there until work told me to, so it was kind of like, all right, okay, up and go. And when you, like, I always knew New York through the movies and everything. Like, you watch, like, Suits, or you watch, yeah. you know, all these different movies. Do you know what really annoyed me? What's that? We were talking, me and Jenna were talking about this in New York. Oh, I know where you're, I know where you're going with this. I was, it's it's I was, not shot in New York. No, it's, it's shot, shot in Canada. In Toronto. In Toronto. Yeah. Oh. I was so heartbroken. They shot, yeah, they shot all the exteriors or something in Yeah. New York. I was just waiting for Harvey to walk out of the door somewhere. <laughs> didn't happen but it's yeah it's 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 great because like you watch any movie that's set in new york and you and you're like oh i know where that is you know that's you, you just name the cross streets which is kind of like really really sad in a way <laughs> but then it kind of also ruins movies for you because i was watching john wick okay yeah the other the other day and like logistically he was like running <laughs> from like lincoln square which is like 72nd street all the way to the world trade center which is like 90 blocks away mm-hmm. so it's like okay there's no way he ran from there to there in a minute <laughs> you know so it's like know, all john, that stuff john wick's pretty cool like he if anyone's gonna do it, it's gonna be john wick L- listen i know i know it was based on a true story but you know you gotta keep, <laughs> yeah like, you gotta keep things this is facts this is all facts <laughs> an assassin running through new york yeah you gotta keep yeah yeah, yeah little <laughs> things like that it's kind of like watching game of thrones like when you see game of thrones and you see mm. oh that's ballon toy or that's the causeway yeah you know that sort of thing it's kind of like that now takes the romanticism out of it kind of a little bit yeah especially yeah especially when you go home because uh, we were home i was home at christmas and we kind of have this thing with all the guys where we do like a christmas jumper night in belfast oh, yes i've seen and, and heard and all that. <laughs> many <Yeah>. stories <laughs> <laughs> but like i remember so we so this last year it's almost like i can never escape that city because first of all when people see you they're like oh how's new york so like you come you come away from the city and you're like okay it'd be good to get a break and then people see you you're like oh how's new york mm-hmm. like, oh, that's good and all that sort of stuff and then we had that 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 night out and we stayed in a b&b and i you know decided to man up and sleep on the floor because there wasn't enough beds and i woke up and there was a canvas of uh a building on the upper west side and i could recognize it because it's two blocks from my apartment okay and I was just looking at it, and I'm like, what the flip that's is going so weird. on here? That's so weird. <laughs> and I remember telling all the ones in there, it's like, you do realize that's like 91st Street. That is literally just two, that's right. So it's, yeah. So are you pretty central where you're at? I'm Upper West Side, so it's, if you can imagine Manhattan from a bird's eye view, I'm kind of like... Sounds pretty baller. I'm up on this side. I know it's so, up on this side. It sounds like yeah. I'm from North those, Down. See those, <laughs> those lower east side guys. But you see, that's, that is the danger of living in that city because like it just becomes your like yeah. your vocabulary. Now it's like, oh yeah, I'm just up the upper west side. But then people here are like, oh somebody, yeah, it's just like because I because yeah because it's just right off Central Park, so it's the upper oh, west lovely. side of Central Park. Okay, essentially, is that kind of where you take your bearings from then? Because it's central. Uh, park? Yeah, Central Park is central, Learning. but it's like more <laughs> Central Park is like uptown Manhattan, but it's okay. the center. Okay. Dare you go downtown? That's where the money is. Uh, yeah. Okay. So it depends on, well, work wise, it depends on your clients. So if you're working on like the stock exchange or anything, then you would go downtown. But then right. if you're more investment banks, that's more midtown where I am at, right. at, this, at this stage. And are you handy to your work where you're at? Like, it's like 15 minutes on the, on the subway. That's so pretty handy. But when I first moved over, um, 
I was living in Hoboken, so it's in New Jersey. Yeah, where Body Valero has oh, his yeah. bakery. And, oh, the, I, yeah, Carlo's the, Bakery. The, the new one. Oh, yeah. Phil, oh, like Hoboken. my apartment. My, <laughs> my, my apartment was literally, I'm not kidding, round the corner mm. from it. So like that was. Did you the, smell the buns every day? I, from the I TV, went. Yeah, TV yeah. Like cake buns. There's one of them in New York. I just assumed that. Was it. So that's There's a chain. That's, them. But the, that's the, part of the chain. So the, the original is Hoboken. Yeah. Or, no. Oh, sorry, the original's in Jersey, but that's yes, one of the. Yes, the Hoboken was their big warehouse. The new one that they bought. There if you, you followed the series, you which are... I obsessively did. Wow. Sorry. I watched the episodes like, but. It's cake and it's impressive and it moves quite often. I'm all over that. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. So I lived in Hoboken for a year, I think. Okay. Um, so you have to get the path, which is just the underground. It's like it's like obviously it's still the subway, but it goes under the Hudson. Oh, cool! So from getting to work, it was about forty-five minutes. Uh, uh, Free of time whenever you're. Yeah, so I was just like, night. yeah, time to move to the city. And so. d- whenever you moved over, yes. did your work? Actually, yeah, tell us exactly where you work. <laughs> First, we haven't. I work here, or you know, you're talking about work, but actually, yes. what do you do? Where I, do you work? So I, um, I work for First Derivatives, who are based in Newry. So they are a global provider of uh, consultancy and software. Okay. So basically, depending on what stream that you work in, you uh, configure, develop, and support trading software that. Mm. Uh, that investment banks use. So I am down the financial engineering stream. So that requires a lot of, uh, it's very multidisciplinary. So you have to know financial knowledge, you know, about the markets and the products, but then you also have to know about the trading system that you're working with because that's your day to day. It's kind of like, it's kind of like trying to learn Excel, but then oh. <laughs> but it, it, like the concept of learning Excel is that it's very static. So you can learn like, my, my, my mom used to teach computers forever so like she just knows excel inside out but the thing with this trading system is it always evolves because of the markets oh, okay. so you have to have knowledge in the markets you know if in case if the bubble bursts again how are people gonna you know do all these cleared swaps and i'm not gonna i'm trying okay. not to speak too much jargon yeah here. Just but uh <laughs> yeah um oh yeah clear swaps yeah, yeah, yeah. Swaps. yeah the light board. yeah where's no. my tux <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, yes, I'm a financial engineer and I work on a trading system more on the front office side of things. So I would deal with a lot of traders on client sites. So they would, you know, if they're looking for their profit and loss and they're looking to price new products and see their risk management, I would help set it up to them on the system. But then I'd have to know their business and know the software at the same time. So you're kind of, you're essentially in a nutshell, you're kind of like a middleman because the trader will know his business inside out, will know what he needs to do, but he doesn't know the system very well. Okay. But then you've got the system guys, all the software guys who build the thing, knows the system inside out, but they don't know the finance. Okay. You're kind of like the guy in the middle, just to like, you're the glue sort of thing. <laughs> and you started in URA? I started in URA, so when you join, um, I was recruited out of Queens uh, in my final semester. So I kind of knew I had the job before I graduated. I just, needed, nice. I just needed to get the degree essentially. Oh. So it was a little bit of pressure off the, off the shoulders. So I trained in Newry for a month. Um, and then I had what they call a, a nearshore project. So they have this model called, uh, chasing the sun. So they have it, it, say if there's a client in, I don't know, Timbuktu, for example, uh, they don't have uh, <laughs> they don't have a client in Timbuktu. <laughs> Hypothetically, if they had a client in Timbuktu and they had a team of ten, they would have like maybe five in Timbuktu and five in Newry. Okay. So they would have a team set up so that they would like 
check the emails and support from that side. It's basically for the ones, like when you join, they ask, do you, are you open to global travel? Mm. And if you say no, it's not a, it's not a deal breaker because okay, they'd there rather, are jobs in your area anyway. Well, there's, there's a lot of jobs in your area anyway, <laughs> but there's also a lot of homebirds around. You know, okay. there's a lot of people who don't want to leave and that's absolutely fine, yeah. but they're still doing the same level of job. Like it's not, there's not like a hierarchy over yes. the client side or whatever. Okay. So it really depends on your preferences. But I, when I joined, I knew that I was out of my intake. I was like the most inexperienced because I only did three years at Queen's only did a bachelor's, didn't do, didn't do a year, wanted to graduate, get the flip out of there, <laughs> um, start working. Everybody else had a master's in finance, had a master's okay. in economics, did, you know, six years. And I was like, oh, all right, okay, I need to do a bit of, a bit of ground work here. Um, so I worked on a nearshore project for six months. And then I was then stationed out in South Africa for just over two months. That was Cape, was it Cape Town? It was based in Johannesburg. And Johann- then, yes, I do remember AJ <laughs> saying that you were in Johannesburg and I was like, okay, that's... Mm. Yeah, well, you see the fight. <laughs> How did that go? <laughs> when, you, when you join FD, you hear all these stories of, oh, I heard this guy, you know, was eating his lunch and, you know, got a phone call saying, oh, can you pack your bags and oh. go to wherever in a while? That happened to me. Oh my goodness, okay. I was sitting... I thought he was about to say that never happened. That doesn't happen. happen. It, does. it doesn't happen as much as people make it out to be. So I, I've, I have had lunch with this one guy uh, who he was from Cardiff and he, I'll not mention names, but he was sitting with me on a random Thursday and his superior came over and he's like, you got any, you got any holidays booked in the next six months? And he's like, no, 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 uh, all good. And he's like, oh, so you're, you're open, you're still open to global travel, right? I was like, yeah. He's like, right. Okay. Cause you, you need to get to Dublin right now. You've got a, a flight to Singapore to oh. go to. So we had to, that, this was at like 11 or 12 or something. So we had to literally <laughs> go from Nuri, <laughs> Nuri to carried off. Do, I don't know, like guys packing, like it's a 10 minute job, right? It is, yeah. So on the way down to Dublin and then off, he, he's been there ever since. That, that was too... I presume he wasn't like married with kids. No. Okay. Absolutely Cause not. like... Oh uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, yes, finally escape. They no, did. Did. <laughs> Well, it, well, I mean, if you are in that that's, situation, that's what he told everybody. They said he's like, "You're fired." I was like, "Fine, then I'm going to Singapore." Oh, well, I'll tell you what, there's there's a hope there. But yeah, with me, um, I was actually supposed to go to New York uh, the week after President Trump was inaugurated. Okay. Um, but because of certain things that he said in his speech about American jobs for American people, oh, we were kind of put on hold because we were on um, <coughs> work visas from the from the for the British passport for the American okay. embassy and a lot of people in the Irish passport were in the same were in the same boat so <laughs> basically the Yanks were like yeah you're not coming in for a while. <laughs> um, so that was a bit of a bummer but then I, I remember having lunch um, with a mate of mine in Newry on a Friday and it was actually the weekend of Mother's Day mm-hmm. this was two years ago now and I got a phone call and it was a South African number and I was like, I've never, I thought it was, you know, you get one of these like scam yeah. phone calls in, like from India or something. I was like, right, I'll just, you know, play along with it. And it was the HR guy uh, for FD in South Africa saying, yeah, we need somebody on the ground in Johannesburg Monday morning. Oh uh, and I heard that you're free. Can you do it? I was like, yeah, absolutely. Oh I heard that you're free. <laughs> yeah. Like... I heard you're available was probably the mo- that was probably the term. That's that you that used. Father Who's that young father there? <laughs> Doing nothing. That's not true. Um, <laughs> I'm a very hard one. No. Um, yeah, so it was literally so mum volunteers in Newry Hospice. 
So on Fridays we carpool together. Oh. And so she, she picked me up from work. She's like, oh, anything exciting happened at work today? And I'm like, oh, I need to go pack my bag. And I'm going to I'm South glad Africa. you're sitting down. Yeah, I'm glad you're sitting down. Well, she was driving. Yeah, yeah. Put the handbrake up, mom. Rosie. Um, yeah, so that was, that was a bit mad. So then oh. I flew out Saturday. And then I had to go to Addis Ababa for a connecting flight. Okay. Land South Africa on Sunday, and then I was in Johannesburg on oh. day working away for two months. My goodness, it was great. Loved enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. I loved it. That's fine. I mean, it it epitomised. <clears throat> I hate using this term, but it was very, very work hard, play hard. Like okay. <clears throat> I was the only one, the only one on site for FD at the time because it was kind of a. The deal was they needed someone to scope the new system and see what what is their current setup. How can we improve it what what's the what are the gaps okay. sort of thing so that was a good gig for two months yeah you know on the other side of the world um but since i was the only one there it was there was a lot of pressure from the guys in Newry mm. and the guys in johannesburg to try and like you know set up a support proposal but eventually got it done um but then at the same time whenever you got time off you know we were going to cape town and durban so i think there, there was about six or seven guys who worked for FD out there and we all lived in like the same area okay um, but we worked for like different clients oh, and then okay. whenever we I actually got there at a really good time because it was Easter uh, May Day bank holiday there was like a four consecutive four day weeks oh, so okay. we were we were just doing a little bit of touring you know and what was Johannesburg itself like because it's no, it's you not portrayed the, you hear the story yeah like I've seen Louis Theroux's stuff like <laughs> it, it doesn't look great um Oh, how can I put it? I mean, it's one of those it's one of those places where I never had a bad experience. Okay. In it. But like good and bad side maybe, is it? Or it's it depends on it requires a lot of common sense when you travel there. Okay. If you are traveling there with a camera around your shoulders and you're taking snaps and you're flashing the cash, first of all, if you're going there and you're white, you equal money. Essentially. Because okay. if you're getting paid by the pounds or by the dollar people just people just know that you're not a local okay. so you're automatically a target but the good thing about us was we were working so we were always in suits okay so we could just kind of like blend in and you know do that sort of thing and yeah it can be it can be quite hostile depending okay. on where you go um <laughs> yeah there's a couple of stories that i can't say and there's some i can't say give but us one that you can't one, no, <laughs> yeah, that's what we're here for unedited version um yeah so basically because i think it's I, I don't know if it's the high. I think it's the highest crime rate in the world. One of the highest crime rates in the world. I don't know if it's the highest murder. I think it's highest crime. Okay. I mean, I'm really selling Johannes. I'm sorry for a visit South Africa. Everywhere that you've been, <laughs> you're really selling for us. Oh, good. I know. I know. That's why I'm not a salesperson. Um, yeah. So I, we were told when we moved out, because Johannesburg is quite an open area anyway. It's essentially a first world city in a, a third world country. Okay. Essentially, so. I was told it's kind of like LA, if you've ever been to LA, where it's like very flat and very open. Yes. So you have to you have to get Ubers and taxis everywhere. Everywhere, okay. <clears throat> But I didn't know that there's a whole territorial war with the taxis and Uber. Oh. So the taxis, are, taxis always claim the airports and the train stations and the bus stations. So if you're ordering an Uber at an airport or at the train station, they can t they can spot the Ubers and everything. And oh. if you happen to be in the car, something might happen to you. Oh. But I <laughs> I learned this the hard way. Nothing happened to me, just for a just for a proclaimer. But I ordered I stupidly ordered a new. I didn't know this, hmm. but I ordered an Uber 
at the train station. So my client was in Pretoria. So it's a 20 minute train ride outside of Johannesburg. So I was always getting the train and it was about a 10 minute Uber drive back to the, back to the apartment. And so I ordered an Uber and the Uber guy rung me up and he's like, meet me two streets down from the train station. This guy's pretty lazy. Like I'm paying him. So oh, this this is this, this is a scam. Um, and so I got in, and it was a bit. It was raining as well, and I was uh. really annoyed. Like I had a long day. I was like, what's, what's going on here? So I got in, and I was like, man, what, what was up with that? And he's like, oh, I'll show you. So he does a U-turn, goes back down, and he comes uh, past the tra- past <laughs> the train station. Down, you hear the bullets oh right? no, no, past it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wish. Uh, past the train, past the train station. <laughs> And uh, you see this car, it was an Uber car, uh, an Uber driver, mm-hmm. and two taxis had just blocked him. And the two taxi drivers had gone out and have dragged the Uber driver out of the car and oh, started beating him no. up. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And he told me the whole story and everything. Now, I will, like, I will disclaim that that does not happen every day. It's just one of those. Every other. <clears throat> it's kind of like, yeah, well, I mean. Only on Tuesdays and I'm really, like, I, I feel so bad because I, lo- I loved that city so much because it, it's, I never had a bad experience. But like I said before, you do need common sense when you, yeah. go, when you go visit there. I suppose there. it's the same when you visit anywhere. Though. It you is, do yeah. Like, just don't, you know, don't walk down dark alleys. It, <laughs> always be in a group. Be like two, two or three of you. Yeah. You know, if somebody is, you know, if you're at a bar or a nightclub and somebody's offering you something or trying to do something, just don't, just don't, just don't. bother. <laughs> just don't. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just like anywhere you go. But um, yeah, like the only the only thing that we had to do different compared to like other places where we've been is that if there was a guy, for example, who was like feeling lucky that night and wanted to chat up a girl, one of us would stay behind and deliberately third wheel just in case something oh, wow. something okay. happens because because we had heard stories about about you know think people being jumped on or something like that but Johannesburg itself South Africa is a beautiful country I absolutely adore it and if I if I was I think my dad asked me this when I when I moved when I moved back he said if if you got a long-term offer would you stay there and I said absolutely yeah you really absolutely loved it yeah cool definitely so in terms of travelers then you do recommend actually go and see I would highly recommend South Africa, hundred percent. Just, just be very, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would just be very cautious and do your research before you go. Um, Cape Town as well is, Cape Town's my favorite city in the world that I've ever been to. Absolutely Mm -hmm. love that place so much, but have your wits about you yeah really because it's it can be quite dangerous. Okay, suppose it is the same with anywhere. Like I know whenever we were trying to book our honeymoon, I wanted to go to Zanzibar, which is. Yeah. Yeah. So Tanzania <laughs> is bit, yeah. not safe, but it's the island off Tanzania. Yeah. And um, I was all like, no, but this is supposed to be safe. It's not Tanzania itself. It'll be totally fine. And then um, read one article about people just getting boats in off the shore and shooting all around them in the place. And I was like, nope, not going there anymore. Do you know, like, there's always going to be right. But then, <laughs> but then you can argue. Argue. <laughs> But then people. But then you fl- you can flip that coin and you can like it I've heard Americans. Anywhere talk about Belfast uh-huh. and be like, oh, I wouldn't go there. Have you heard what happened? Especially what happened to your to your girl. Oh, Lyra. 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 Yeah, that was what, about a month ago. And yeah. you hear, like you over here, oh, it's happening again over there. Mm-hmm. What's going on? You're like, shut up. Seriously. <laughs> Sometimes like, I think. Come to kill, yeah. No, but like, but, but do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's all about your perspective, really. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes people from here, like, we're a wee bit like, 
like nobody's gonna hurt us we're from northern ireland we've had the bad bits (laughs) (laughs) sometimes they think like there's an attitude like that about here sometimes too yeah and it's and it's funny like when you when when you join like a, a company like first derivatives there's such um a diversity in terms of nationality so you mm-hmm. have people from the north from the south from australia from canada America, like everywhere and even the guys from the south because obviously they're based in uri so fd um provide accommodation for oh, yeah. anyone who's, who's traveling so when they're in uri they want to do a bit of exploring so i always uh, lived at home because it's just only 30 yeah, minutes up the road so <clears throat> i had the car Okay. So I was just like getting them all in a car, driving them up the A1. Let's go to you know Belfast and the, and the Causeway and everything. And watching their reactions in the rearview mirror when you're driving through towns with the tricolors and then the next town the Union Jack <laughs> and you got the curbs painted and oh, everything. Goodness. They're like, "What is going on here?" Like, bit, you're like, bit of wow. panic and a bit of what? <laughs> yeah, like you, you guys live through this. Is this still going on? And you're like, "Lad, please, please get a grip." But yeah, <laughs> there was some, some like I was. Um, where was I at last week? For Sharkin. And I went to Balamina first. I was like, okay, what's going on here? And then I went to Sharkin. I was like, this isn't cooking anymore. Yeah you're, yeah, you're just like, did I? I left my passport at home, did I? Yeah. <laughs> what's going on here? Good to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's funny hearing people's reactions like that. Well, if. So you're in New York now. Yes. Is there. Like, are you there permanently have you got like a certain amount of time left on a contract that you might be coming home what's what's your plan so i am on a five-year work visa okay so i've had that so that will be two years two years next week i'll be in new york but it really it's really dependent on the clients okay so i know i am locked in with this client until january so up until january it could be a case where i could roll on with the same client or there could be a new client in the states or i could just come back but the good the good thing about having that kind of visa is I could theoretically do a project in London or something or back in Uri for like six months and then go back to the States. Yeah, you're still open I don't to have it. to, yeah. And it's easy it's easy to renew as well after the five years. But I don't know how long I want to stay in, in, in New York for. That was going to be my next question. Like, yeah. is there somewhere <clears throat> that is on their radar that you'd really like to go? Not or? really. Like, I've, I've always been an open book. Like, ever since... Like you can ask your brother. Like I, I've always been an open book. Like I, I'm not one of. The, I hate when you do interviews and people are like, "What do you, what do you expect to see yourself doing in like five years?" And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. Cut that question. None of us know. No one should know. But like I, I'm, I'm very spontaneous when it comes to that sort of thing. And I was actually chatting to your brother a couple of days ago about it. And, you know. If it ever comes to a time where I want to settle down and have kids, I am not raising that kid in that city. Okay. You know, it's not, I'm not going to be that guy. Um, but there will be a day where I'll wake up and I'll be like, okay, it's time to move on. And um, I don't know when, when Do that you day think is. you would want to come home permanently? Like, there, you, I think there will be a day. Yeah. Yeah. I think there will be a this day. This will still be home. Home, yeah. Home okay. will always be home. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Love that. Yeah. That's like, what we're all about. You, you. always, you always, <laughs> always remember your roots, no yeah. matter how good or bad the experience yeah. is my, uh, <laughs> okay. Well, no, like it's one. I, I, that again, tough life you had, Nathan. Again, no, no filter is absolutely kicking in here. But I always, like, back to the hard streets. Back to those hard streets, you know, it's a tough life growing up in this. Yeah, Dumpster diving. Fighting. On <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, here we go Compton again. And the Harbour Road, or like. Oh, they're pretty similar. Yeah. Oh, I. He doesn't live in the Harbour Road. I don't know where. Don't, okay. don't give my address out here. Jeez. I just, I just picked the road. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 
sorry to all these listeners on the harbour. Please, yeah. What's wrong with the harbour roof? My goodness. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. No, but like, it's it's one of those things. I, I So I was saying earlier that mom knew this was a whole surprise and everything, but I was actually, I was trying to cover it up by being on the phone with her a couple of days ago. Saying, uh-huh. oh, you know, happy birthday in advance, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I was telling her, like, I always get really nostalgic about home this time of year because you know having used to play football here it's yes. like the end of the season and you know if, if you were lucky enough to get to a cup final mm-hmm. i'm not uh, you know but you weren't nostalgic about exams oh, no. or anything like that you what know what i mean that? so like when, when you get but when you get nostalgic you always remember about the good times yes and every and that's time what you're home for exactly but then there are times where you come home and i'm trying to word this in the in the nicest way possible but there's times you come home and you're like okay maybe there was a reason i left for a while (laughs) you know like I know like I've always been like my family has always been all over the place like my dad was a civil engineer and he was a contractor in Asia when he was my age like he was doing basically what I was doing but on the east outside the west um my brother and sister grew grew up in England so they actually had English accents when when they were growing up and everything so like like I always knew that my family was on the move I never really grew up with a Mourn accent in the house, mm-hmm. which okay. is why people are like, are you really from Kilkeel? Like, are you putting that on? Um, you definitely don't sound American though. Yeah, I've you had, had... You've had more of an American uh, accent whenever I was talking to you. you I know. Depends on your surroundings, maybe a wee bit, Depends does on it? your surroundings. And it's not... I don't know if I said this to you at the time, but it's not necessarily the accent, it's the phrases. Ah, uh, okay. So it's like yeah. sidewalk and block and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, because it doesn't sound I, so oh, good in our accent either. Absolutely not. <laughs> Sidewalk. Sidewalk. Sidewalk, <laughs> hi. You got a block there, hi. Um, no, because when, like, when I first moved to New York, I was like proud to be, I still am proud to be Northern Irish, but you're kind of like, okay, I I am not changing my, my accent, absolutely not doing this. And you'll say things like, oh yeah, just come up on the pavement here. And people are like, what? What's what? What's going on? So you're like, you're wasting like 30 seconds of your life trying to explain what a pavement is when you could just say sidewalk. Okay. And it's just done. I do find That's like, my excuse. The American anyway. names for things are so simplistic in comparison to ours. Horseback like, riding, eyeglasses, like just to put all that in. <laughs> Michael McIntyre, I think, did a, did a thing on that. That's crazy. exactly what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Like a sidewalk <clears throat> instead of, yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. Everything is so simple. Yeah. Well. I'm not. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to say. That, so I am. I plead the fifth. The Americans are great people. Or big demographics taking a hit. Well, it could be that, or it could be. It could be your best thing, though. Like it's efficiency, Ryan. You're saying things the most efficient way, direct to the point. That's what it is. It's all about your audience, <laughs> essentially. Pretty oh. much. He'll be walking about now. He'll be like, "Sidewalk makes sense. We will call it this now." And he'll be saying this. Oh, it no. definitely makes sense. But <laughs> I, eyeglasses. 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 That's just that's inefficiency. You want to say spectacles? They're glasses. They're okay. You don't have leg glasses. Jeez. That's true. That is inefficient. <laughs> I I will tell a story about your brother though. Please. Oh wait. Mm, Do you know about this story? I don't, well, is like, it appropriate? You haven't you haven't mentioned ahead. anything yet. <laughs> Go uh, on. Sorry, AJ. I was back. <laughs> I was back for the World Cup last year and I, another wedding. I've been to like six weddings in the past year. Oh, so much love. All the love going around. Broke. <laughs> goodness gracious. Um, so I came back and we went up to Belfast to go to Lavery's to do a whole day and everything. And so we were up there all day and there was, uh, not Bell Sonic, but there was a concert on. Dave Atle or something like something, that. Something like that. So we decided to go and we were about to leave the bar 
and your brother is like, oh, come, uh, no, come with me, come with me to the bar. And I'm like, what's he doing? And he orders, I th- he orders like five shots. Alan. Now, bearing in mind, <laughs> we were in a big group, so there was about 16, 17 of us. So I was like, that do- five doesn't go into that number. That's why she said Alan. She's like, oh, oh, why do you not Bad math. Bad math. Bad math. <laughs> Idiot. Um, and I was like, who are the five for? And it's like, they're all for you. Oh, wow. And I'm like, why? And he goes, because we all had a bet when you walked in here to see how many Americanisms you did. And it was one shot per Americanism. Oh, what a brat. What an idiot. <laughs> Ruined, like the next, it was not a fun time. Are you very overcautious of it now in case they've got bets yeah. behind oh, the every, scenes? Especially when I'm around him. <laughs> like I, oh, I'm complete, I'm so self-conscious You now. just watch out tomorrow night. Is it, no, it's not Saturday uh, night. Saturday night, yeah. It's the valley. It's, it's the end of season. Yeah. I, I'm not going to go because I'm, I'm not going to go to the dinner because I'm not part of that team anymore, but I will go to the afters to yeah. say hello. Oh, I'm sure they'll be glad to see you. I don't think so. But no, we'll, we'll actually. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. You just watch what you say. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, just find a corner. And make sure you don't wear anything red, white or blue or starry or stripey. Yes. Everything must be black, grey, beige. No, beige no, is always uh, safe. No, yo bros. <laughs> Frat boys in the house. Yeah, don't think that's gonna work. <laughs> I think I'll get my backside kicked into me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. even uh, like it's so fu- like <clears throat> mo- even mom and dad sort of like make fun of you because like when when you go into a different culture like that for a long time, and it was the same in S- South Africa. Like in South Africa, you know, our version, like their version of what's the crack is like how's it? Oh, so you go, oh how's it? Mm. So you always do like the client. A wee bit of an accent. Oh, we've a, yeah, it's a wee bit. See, so like you like. When you're talking to someone from Joburg or whatever, you just oh, how's it, how's it, how's it going, sort of thing. But in in the states, it's because they're so, and I don't mean this in a bad way. They're so positive, like they're always like they are so such an optimistic group, okay. where they're like if they're like there was like there was a mother with her children in the airport last night, and they're like, oh you were you were such a good boy today, you know, blah blah blah. That was if that was me back home, it was like, do you just shut up and just like. <laughs> It's like, just pull yourself together kind of thing. You know what I mean? So like every, like over here, like I think you're always kind of, you express positivity in the negative. It's like, oh, you weren't too bad today now. Ah, yes. it's not too bad now. Whereas over there, it's like, oh, you're doing such a good job. It's, and it's, to us, it's nearly a little bit uncomfortable. Like, You'd be like, that's yeah. a real compliment. What but do then, I do? But then when you go like in the mornings <laughs> in, in, in New York, when you're going to like the coffee shops, it's all like, oh, have a nice day. You know, have a great day. Good morning. You know, all that sort of stuff. And like, what is going on here but you do like it, it does become you know a part of your sort of thing and you know all your please and thank you that, they don't really say please and thank yous too much but it's more of like it's, it's more of you know have a, have a good day you know oh, that sort of thing is and i was on i was on the phone to dad um as i was ordering something in the in the shop and i finished the order and i was like oh there you go oh thanks very much have a nice day and dad goes, you've changed. <laughs> What's going on here? It's like, what's all this positivity? And I'm like... What, what did you used to be like? You used to be like... I was just like, thanks. Cheers. Hope your cheers. day sucks. <laughs> but they wouldn't even be that. But it's like, they go like they go the extra, extra mile. mile. I remember whenever we were in LA, we went to Disney and everything was, happy Disney day. And I was like, oh my word, what is this? It's cringe when you first it's hear it. so, have a Disney day. Nah. It's, it is, I, I will. Oh, it or is. have a great rest of your day. I'm like, what? The, what? Rest of your day? Like, that's inefficient. That's inefficient. Yeah. Have a great rest of your day. Especially when you have to work with kids as well. Like, you have to be oh. like super 
super positive. I think that's actually where it started when I did the summer camp. Okay, yes. That was fun. <laughs> well, tell us about that. Uh, so I was... Oh, unbelievable segue. Unbelievable segue. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? It's like he's done this before. Um, uh, yeah, so I was uh, second year uni. Oh, right. So it wasn't while you were working no, over there. No, no. It was like deep into uni and I was getting, I was, I was kind of getting to that phase where I was kind of getting sick of uni. Oh. Not necessarily because of the course. It took or, two years. Or anything. <laughs> but, but, but it was up to two years. And <laughs> yeah, me too. Like, <laughs> what mean, is I, this? I, I was breaking records everywhere I went. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I kind of, I, I, like there was a couple of personal things that happened at home and I was kind of like, I just need to leave this country for a while, get out of it uh, and just have a break go to just the absolute backside of nowhere i was gonna <laughs> say something naughty word there go to the backside of nowhere and just you know meet people that i've never worked with and just have a good time and i did a, i did a lot of volunteering at the youth center before so i loved working with kids i thought okay. that was just great and at that time i actually thought i was going to be a teacher oh. so yeah that that completely went the, went the opposite <laughs> way after, after the camp after the I was, camp <laughs> i was well, i'll get to that in dun, a minute dun, dun, but dun. um yeah i i just thought you know what love working with kids um i've always wanted to go to america by myself don't know exactly where so i signed up for camp america which for those who don't know is you basically pay I think it's like 700 pound up front, which covers the flights, the insurance, the whole, uh, you pay in, a, in installments, like when you start off, but then they pay you like 500, 600 back oh. and you use that money to then travel oh. after, after you work at camp. So you work at camp, maybe on average, depending on what camp you work at, maybe 10, 12 weeks. And then after that, you're, you can just roam about the States for an extra month before they have to kick you out Okay. sort of thing. Um, so I went to, I was uh, stationed in, stationed, it's like military or something. I was uh, based in... Contracted in here, contracted guys. Contracted in, like, <laughs> captain's log. Um, I was in Scranton. So any of the office yeah. fans, of the US office fans knows where Scranton is. Um, that's where they shot the... Uh, I actually did try to get into it there recently, but... It's, 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 hard. it's, it's, it's hard when you have watched the UK office. If you if you ever watch like this, I really don't like Rick Gervais, so I was like, I love the American one because it just doesn't have enough cake in the episode. Is, is that what it is? <laughs> I, I get it. I actually, I have to say, I didn't follow any of it before. Probably is better if you were following it from the start, but now watching the original right. episodes, it's so old. Yes, and I was like. <sighs> So no, well, didn't follow it's it. It's funny you should like make that noise because that's kind of like what the real Scranton's like because there's <laughs> not a lot happens in okay. there. There's a bus station and then you re- like if you watch the opening credits, you got like the tar and like all the exteriors. That's it. Oh, okay. But then about four, but then about forty minutes outside <coughs> is the the summer camp that I worked at. So um, it was run what kind by of area is like whereabouts in America? Pennsylvania. So it's oh, about far it, from New York. It was two two hours on the bus from New York, hmm. and it's about two hours on the bus from Philadelphia. Okay. So right in between. Right in between in the uh, right in the sticks of Pennsylvania. Wow. Um. It, it was so the camp was run by the Salvation Army, and oh. in terms of acres, it was the third largest camp in the entire country. Oh. So everyone was going around in golf carts oh. and everything, doing all that. I love. Absolutely loved it. So yeah, I. I I uh, worked there for an entire summer um, and I worked with every age group from like 6 to 17, wow. depending on, you know, where the demand was. And it was a lot of fun, but it was, yeah, it was a lot of long hours. And that's actually how I got hooked to coffee because oh. we were only getting like three hours sleep. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
it's because like well, <laughs> the guy who owned the camp um he is like captain america in the flesh like he is the most military so like all american guy i've ever met i think like i would not mess with him in, in on a bad day um he the first day that we got there he told us this will be the hardest summer that you'll ever love oh and we're kind of like what the heck what does this mean <laughs> and he's like oh you'll, you'll you'll understand when at the end of the summer and <laughs> we kind of did because it like in hindsight, it was probably one of the best summers I ever had with all the memories. You were, I mean, you were getting up at half six in the morning to get the kids up, feed them, shower them. You know, it was an underprivileged camp. Oh, so you that, had to- sound really fun. You're basically a parent, essentially. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That it's essentially, really yeah. It's like, I don't own this. What's going on here? Um, but yeah, you, um, yeah, you're getting up at like six, half six in the morning, but then you're like, you feed them and then you're playing like capture the flag in the forest for like Class. all morning or you're taking them swimming but it's quite a physical job uh-huh. and then you know depending on we dealt with a lot of inner city philadelphia kids so a lot of kids who grew up in kind of like a gang culture so they were always like fighting with each other so you're basically being bouncer as well oh. as being a counselor and everything so yeah it was very hard like i understood what he meant when he when he said that because okay. it like so many good memories met a lot of people that i still consider friends now and we have as many reunions as possible anytime they're in new york i'm always the guy to like hook them up with uh, a class. sofa or something um basically an airbnb um <laughs> like the money but yeah yeah but at the same time you're kind of like you were exhausted and obviously when you're <clears throat> dealing with one particular kid for like six or seven days in a row you're kind of like right i can't wait until he leaves mm-hmm. and how long thing. would they stay like would it only be it, a week so, or would it be uh, so a session would have been five or six days and then okay we got a two-day break and then the next session would come along but then you would have some kids who would go to multiple sessions okay it's because you know they didn't have anything else to do um Um, so parents want to rid of them okay parents want to rid of them but you also (laughs) you also had a lot of like um kids with like adhd and add so it was an underprivileged camp okay so you were dealing with a lot of um a lot of uh, situations there. It's just nearly like in, in its essence, like a charity as well. Pretty, well, was, yes, charity work Salvation or? Army. So it, well, the, you know, oh, it was yes, um, non non profit. Not for profit. Not for profit. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 <laughs> but yes, Christian organization. <laughs> no idea. But um, but yeah, I loved it. But that's where you edit, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the salvos will be coming with you with the oh, trumpets and be like dum, 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 dum. Oh, I'll be going through <laughs> customs <laughs> I'll be like not him have you seen this man oh. um, I died that they listen to this <laughs> they hey, totally man, will Ryan if I find it in America you know anything's possible yeah, I was yeah, sh- I, hi yeah I, Ryan had told me this and I'm just like yeah, I, hi yeah. I was I always love listening to podcasts like on the way to work like I don't like because my job requires listening to the news or like the markets a lot i don't want to like be listening to like oh something has happened in this part of the world today. okay oh, right. so that's I not your some, job I, want I always listen to a lot of like comedy podcasts or something like that or something that's kind of so like came here. yeah sure. i came all the way here <laughs> um but i was listening to a lot of like comics and everything and then i was like oh no like i wonder if there's anything i generally thought oh, i wonder if there's any like northern irish podcasts or anything and just as i thought that i think I think I saw on Facebook or something that you you did the podcast with Victor Court. Oh yes. And I would put myself in front of a bus for Victor Court. Like yep. I love the man yep. so much. He was he, he came to Kilkeel High. He came to Kilkeel High in my final year, and he 
gave me a lot of good good advice and basically directed me in a good directed me in a good direction i don't think that works <laughs> but um yeah he gave me a lot of good advice um over the year and arguably put me into the position that i am so i uh in his, i'm in his debt basically wow. so i love so yeah i just i saw his name and just got hooked and i was like oh you guys are doing you're doing more than one that's not a one off or anything so hmm. here we are here we are dry jean <laughs> Very good. I want to go back to the summer camp. Yes. Is it like you see in the movies? Absolutely. Like, do you get up in the Is morning, it actually? And yes. there's, a, there's a trumpet playing and you, you pledge allegiance to the flag. So, yes, <laughs> absolutely. You get, so you, so the... And are you allowed to pledge allegiance to the flag? Can you, can you pledge allegiance? You can mouth. Can you pretend to pledge you allegiance? Can prete- you can definitely mouth the words. Well, Liz- actually, no. What, Lizzie what, Windsor's so, on the phone so, like, excuse me. So... <laughs> So the cheat code. Your Majesty, Lizzie Wonder. Her her Royal Highness. Um, Because if if you're listening in New York, she's definitely. Oh my word. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So the cheat code for that is you have to you have to get the kids all lined up at the flagpole. They then raise the flag, and then usually the like our camp there was like many different villages depending on the age group. So the village leader would always start off on the mic. I pledge allegiance just as like a you know like if you're doing the Lord's Prayer like Our Father something yes. starts it off starts it. Okay. Do, do that sort of thing but since you're kind of like the adult to your kids you kind of have to like be the the role model yeah you got to do what but you're not American yeah. so you're kind of like but I, I don't even know half the words of the, I, I, I did learn Let, I did learn it a go. you still have to stand there with your hand over I your did not have to put I the, the hand did not touch the heart put it that way <laughs> Again, I apologize. I apologize to any Americans listening. <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm just not. I what just, are you? Uh, just, I am not looking forward to going through JFK. <laughs> it's just like a whole herd of them. It's like we heard you. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they, they like raise the flag and they pledge allegiance, and then you do that at sunrise, and then you do the same at sunset. So every day. Twice a day. Oh, I thought you you meant like maybe at the start of the camp, no. and then like oh, six no. days later. No, 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 no. Oh no. wow. Yeah, yeah wow. the flag can't touch the ground, right? That sort of stuff. If it yeah. touches the ground, I learned that if it touches the ground, you have to, to destroy the flag. But there's a certain like routine. You can't just set, lit, light a fire and just throw it in the fire or just throw it into the bin. I can imagine that would be offensive. It's a little bit <laughs> offensive. So the, there's like a whole like ritual, I guess, where they have to like. I don't, I don't know what they did. Someone explained it to me. That's where capture the flag comes from. You have to fold it. Do you have to fold it into the triangle? No, you no, get that a, in that's the that's middle. A, that's, a, that's a state funeral. Is that a state funeral? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, or veterans. Veterans get it too, don't they? Veterans get it as well. Yeah. But I think you have to fold it in a certain way a certain and way then way. you have to, the fire has to be a certain whatever. Right, I can't right. I can't remember the, the details. Like a ritual like, kind of thing. It's, it's a ritual. It's a very it's very culty. Oh, but yes, yeah. you're definitely not I am. Oh goodness! <laughs> I told you, no filter. Yeah, that'll just be the title of this podcast. Culty, culty America. Whoops. Yeah. No. Yeah, my goodness. But yeah, having said that, lo- loved working with the kids. Like, if you work, it's like kids are so universal in the sense where they will say literally anything that comes to their head. So it's very, very. Um, very entertaining to listen to them but you're kind of have to like try and not laugh mm-hmm. like we were <laughs> we were um 
because in Pennsylvania, especially, I think it's just American general, there's a lot of thunderstorms. Oh, yeah. So when the thunderstorms happen, you have to get the kids inside and you have to wait until you get the all. So we have like uh, walkie talkies. You have to wait for the all clear and everything. It's very like like the movies and everything. Like you're wearing like the camp shirts oh. and everything. Like, hey, guys. <laughs> all this, like very happy, clappy and everything. Uh, it was but like we completely embraced it. We were just like, you know what? Screw it. This we're just going to go for it. Yeah. But I was the only Irish guy there. There was like other Irish girls, but I was known as the Lucky Charms guy because okay. that because of that cereal. It was like yeah, a, yeah, they have a cereal. They have a cereal over there, which is like it's illegal over here because the amount of sugar <laughs> that is in it. I'm not like it's, it's you not don't so, see it in the mainstream supermarket. Like, well, yeah, when when you've got when you're putting marshmallows into your cereal, then that's you know taking a Jamie Oliver take, be going mad. Well, he'll he'll be looking for something. <laughs> this he'll take anything at, at this rate. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I was. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to make it or not, but basically a lot of the other counselors were sort of like saying, oh yeah, you see that counselor over there? Yeah, he's Irish. It's like, oh yeah, really? Does he have like have a pet leprechaun? Like, does he have, like what's good? Like all, all the stereotypes that you can possibly think Irish of. Irish dance into the room every time oh, you arrive. I am not kidding. Like the whole, like live <laughs> under a rainbow. Leprechaun. I am not, lad. Not? Lad, any stereotype there is. Animals. Have you ever seen one? Where, where have you been living? <laughs> That, I mean, that is a whole <laughs> rabbit hole that we could go down. I'm going to come in tomorrow with a picture of my dog with like a green hat on. I'll be licking it. To be sure, to be sure. <laughs> you're actually, you're actually it's <clears throat> Well, this, <laughs> the story goes is that the guy went, the, the American counselor went to this kid. He could not have been a day over seven. And he goes, you see that guy over there? I said, oh yeah. Like I got called Uncle Irish, Lucky Charms. Uh, I don't like everything under the sun. And it's like, yeah, 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 Uncle Iris, if you tap him on the shoulder three times, there will be a rainbow that will come out of his backside. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> and so I Let was, a bo- so <laughs> I, right, but I was, a, I was like, you know, like 50 yards ahead. So I had no idea what was going on. So I just, this kid, like he wasn't the smallest of kids. So you could hear him like coming, <laughs> like a stampede again. I really need to stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he like just started tapping me on the shoulder three times but like sequentially so it'll be like three taps and then stop and then he would like look behind me to see if anything's going on and then look again three taps and then he'd like turn around and strike the cancer it's not working i was like what is going on here so you get a lot of kids like that wow but yeah but but we had the um it's working now <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoa. Oh, what is going on but uh the thunderstorm story was so this thunderstorm went on for like two hours and we're like we need, we need to entertain these kids. So we thought, oh, we'll just do like a general knowledge quiz and then whoever gets it right, we'll just give them sweets at the end of the day, you know, keep them yeah. locked up. So this was this was uh, pre-Trump. So everyone was like, <laughs> this, this, like this, there's a disclaimer. Is it pre-Trump or post-Trump? Well, Obama was still in office, put it that way. ADBC, so Well, bearing in mind, we got a lot of a lot of Philly kids, but then you got a lot of also um, like kind of like small town kids as well so there was quite a mixed race there as well so one guy one of the counselors stupidly decided to ask okay who can tell me who the first black president of the united states was and one kid just just stands up this white kid stands up and goes i don't know i'm not racist (laughs) kind of like but obviously you can't you can't laugh in front of the kid so you're kind of like having to like bite your tongue and be like no that's not you know that's the wrong attitude first of all blah, blah, blah. but then 
uh, an African-American kid stood up like three seconds later and goes, you're an idiot. It's obviously Mike Tyson. (laughs) And at that point, I had to leave the room. I just, I could not. I think that's when I knew I wasn't going to be a teacher. Okay. I think it was that moment in time. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Fun times. I really Memories. Don't, I don't know what to say about this. <laughs> I don't know, but I really want Mike Tyson to be the next president. Yes. Oh, well, Kanye's the next president, apparently. Oh, wow. I don't know. Yeah, and well. even if he's not, he's going to take the presidential <laughs> <Yeah>. credit. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Wow. Um, well, here, back to present day. Yes. Your life in New York now. Yes. So, outside of work. Yes. Um, we know you're training for a triathlon. Yes. I'm going to ask you about that in a second. But as well as that, like, what do you kind of do your day by day? Are you involved in anything over there? Um, I used to be part, well, I obviously football mad. So when I first moved over, I was joining a team. That kind of like locks in with... You mean um, soccer? Oh, goodness. Last yeah, it is our football you're talking yes. about. It's not... Okay. Yeah, come on. I, I, I'm not that bad. Just be Come on. I love my football. You, yeah, you I would. love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, Super Bowl. Well, since you're kind of like, yes, yeah, yeah, that is the most overhyped thing in the world. Love Americans. Behind, just like I say, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I. Well, since you're with the client quite a lot, there are a lot of social events okay, which cool. the client might do. So it's kind of like not necessarily drinks all the time but it's kind of like they they do a lot of you know fundraising activities or char- charity events so you would always go out and meet about and show your face basically and fd have got such a good network set up out there as they do in any of the other cities that that they represent and um, i think there's at our christmas party i think there was about 300 wow. for fd employees but there's i think there's more than that i can't i can't remember the the, the figure, but um, we have a good uh, social committee who organizes a lot of things going on. There was like laser tag the other week and all these uh, boat parties and everything that goes along. The, I'm, just I'm gonna, seeing you as a total socialite right now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Completely. Yeah, he leaves Come. the company and becomes a frat boy. Uh, <laughs> that's not a frat boy, though. Boat parties. Boat parties. No. Filters back. Filters <laughs> back. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, I've gotten a lot more... Well, I mean, in that city, you have to be very social, okay. I feel. Because I kind of learned that the hard way. Because I'll admit, like, the first... The first, like, three or four months, I hated... I hated the place. Oh, no. Um, more, I think it was more because of the work. Uh, because, <clears throat> long story short, uh, we had to work 15-hour days, six oh. days a week. And because, then the traveling on top of that. When and the traveling out. on top of that. So, you know, I remember the days where... The days as if it was, like ages ago but it was about a year and a half ago you were working until like 2 a.m in the office um and you were getting back into the office at nine so yeah. you would you weren't really having a social life yeah and in that's in that city with all that noise and all that activity you need to find that balance you need to try and okay i need to be a bit more social even if it's just to go out for a drink or go for a run or just meet up with someone for for lunch, just something like that, just to try it's and like find that balance. Kind of get a mental break more so, is it? Like that? a mental, yeah, like yeah. a mental detox. And I suppose that's like, it is for every for every city and for every like lifestyle that that you're that you're in. But with New York, it's so intense and it's so active, and it's it's a results business and it's a results city. And if you're not up to the task, then they'll just kick you out the door basically okay. so you have to be on your game but at the same time you need to enjoy yourself yeah essentially okay so yeah so and then 
bringing running into it so is that like training yeah circling back <clears throat> to this triathlon I, I, yeah well, <laughs> circling well circling back to all these like to the new vocabulary like yes yeah, like we have central park is just right on the doorstep and it's probably my favorite spot in new york because okay. it's just so very scenic and you get to see depending on what time you run you can see the sunrise and the sunset oh, and, everything, and the skyline i'm really rubbing it in here but, <laughs> but um yeah it's, it's yeah I, like I've, I've always kind of been like a an active person like in terms of like going out for an odd run but i just to circle back to the triathlon i stopped i stopped playing football after the first year because i kind of there was a bit of a culture clash between myself and the americans in terms of like our attitude towards it because i i am very very competitive and i will train the way i play and again back to that whole like negativity versus positivity like uh. in training i was always i'm kind of like jekyll and hyde when it comes to like you know if somebody like the perfect example was we were in training some guy misses an open goal in training like you could have put a goal on top of the goal and you still would have missed like it was that bad and all the Americans were kind of like, oh, good job, man. You know, you know, we'll get the next one, get the next one. And I just went off at him. I can't repeat what I said, <laughs> but I was just like, to the, to, the, to the point where I was just like, listen, if you do that on Sunday, you're costing us points. You better get your act together. And I, and I was organizing the guy to put the cross in again, you know, practice until you get it, until you can't get it wrong type of thing. Cause that's the way we were brought up playing football sort of thing. Yeah. And the coach came over to me and was like, yeah, we don't do that here. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, yeah, all that, all that, all that constructive criticism, all that negativity. And all I'm like, I'm tactics like, to win. It's like, <laughs> it's like, if he does that on Sunday or Saturday, do you really think you're going to have the same, you know, if that, you know, cost that points? Anyway, it was kind of like that for a season. And the, le the level wasn't as competitive as I would have liked okay. uh, compared to here. So I kind of fell out of love with football. So then. I quit that um, and was trying to sort of like, oh, go for, go for a little run along the park every now and again. But when you don't have anything to train for, you kind of mm, like lose motivation. So yeah. you're just like, you know, you're you're basically getting getting fat and you're just, you know, enjoying being- <laughs> That's the attitude you're saying being, that with, getting fat. <laughs> getting, getting, too, getting too social, you know, and enjoying yourself a little bit too much. Uh, and I've always loved, you know, being very physically active. So I, was like I, I kind of I need to do something here I need an event something just to get my backside out of bed every morning and put the fear of God into me um and I was I was thinking about a marathon but I hate running just like long distance like I can do about four or five miles before I'm like I I'm bored now like sort of thing um and I was trying to think well what what do I actually enjoy doing and I thought well actually I used to swim quite a lot when I was younger and I used to cycle a lot and I'm like oh well hang on you can do all three of those things in the same event um and I had a buddy of mine out there who did the triathlon last year and he kind of like said well if I could do it you could do it sort of thing okay so I signed up for it um <laughs> much to the uh <laughs> To, to all these texts from back home going are you mad like what are you doing um but yeah so i'm i'm decided to also do it for uh to do a little bit of fundraising as well because like i said before you do get kind of homesick and you do get very nostalgic about back home and what we were talking about earlier is you know you should never like forget your roots like home will always be home um and i like the position that i'm in i would never have been in that position if it wasn't for the experiences that I had and the people that I've been through. And so the two charities that I'm, that I'm fundraising for 
um, have really helped helped me along the way, and you know, are looking help as well. Okay. So I feel like it's a it's a double whammy in the sense of put the fear of God into me. It's like, oh, I'm doing this for other people. Like, <laughs> yes, I cannot. Like, I need to. Yeah, yes, you're accountable to. for something. Yes. And exactly. when is it? It is July 21st, so it's two months away. And if anybody wants to sponsor you, where have you got to just? The, there is a just or? giving page. Um, so I cannot. It's on your Facebook. It's on my Facebook. Okay. Um, it is on my Instagram as well, or it will be on my Instagram by the end of today, okay. after this. Um, but yes, um, I, the goal originally was to raise a thousand, and I think I'm about halfway there at the minute. Oh, brilliant! Which is which is great. Yeah, um, really but obviously, the more the merrier. Because yeah, and the, the closer t- you get to it, more people are doing it as <clears> well. Absolutely. It's quite try, a while away still. Try and guilt trip people into. You need to be putting posts up if you like busted after training I'd be like I've done really it a couple put times, my yeah. heart and soul guys <laughs> I've, I've, I've done ones where it's just like if I'm just coming off the bike and you're just sweating buckets <laughs> and people are like oh my why are you doing this to yourself and I was like it's for the kids it's for the kids <laughs> so, but yeah oh yeah I should Such mention uh, the, the two the two charities that I'm doing it for are for uh, Prostate Cancer UK and for New Beginnings uh, Charitable Foundation uh, okay. For those who are local to Kilkeel, who will know that it's a charity um, that helps maintain an orphanage in Uganda and supports the kids with education and medical supplies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So yes, brilliant. Yeah. Um, do you want to chip in with any questions? <clears throat> Ryan's been quite quiet today because both of these guys are like, I want to say jet lag. They're not. They're just travel tired. Yeah, Give me two hours. <laughs> I'll be I'll be done. You've been actually I'm very impressed with how well you've kept up here. <laughs> I think it was the triple espresso okay. that you fed me, to be honest. But yes. But you're gonna go home and you're gonna be like have the details like proper shakes. Yeah, you so much caffeine. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Like it me we... yesterday, I think I had six coffees in two hours. Oh wow. Just to... You were London, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just to keep me keep me going. Before Lo- before the tube, because I don't Mm. Don't like flying, and then oh yes, hate flying. Yes, so got off plane straight onto the train, straight off the train you, onto the tube. Am I right in saying you're very claustrophobic as well? Like like with well more like crowds, New York, just like, like New that. York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was fine. There's a lot. Well, London, Ta- London can be. You don't really Times see Square it here though. That's... Don't don't mention the war. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I still get flashbacks. <laughs> PTSD. Um, London can be, London can have its New Yorkisms as well, especially the tube. the tube, yeah. There was just too many, it's, well, it is claustrophobic. There's too many people in such a small space. I don't really mind, you know, big groups of people over here. It's just... Well, that's because well, most people know you over here as well. That's true, because they're all my cousins. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only time you ever get that sort of thing in New York is when you talk to another Irish person. Because there's a lot of Irish bartenders and obviously FD, there's a lot of Irish employees. Right, <clears throat> so even if you don't know them directly, they'll know somebody you know? Yeah. Or they'll be They'll like, know the town or they'll know somebody they went to uni with or, or the whole thing. And then you've got the opposite with the Americans. They'll be like, oh, you're from Kilkeel. Do you know my cousin from Cork? And you're like, oh, oh, no. oh yeah, oh, no, I'll totally. Go, <laughs> I will go like three better. They'll be like, ones who'll be like, oh, you're from Ireland, right? Oh, yeah, I've been to Dublin. And like, oh, anywhere else? And like, nope, just <laughs> Guinness factory. Uh, that's about it. And Still you're like, check off that list and away. I'm like, that's like me saying, oh, I've been to America, but only New York. Or I've been to London. I've been to the UK, but only London. It's like, yeah. there's but more that to the... That defines the whole uh, island is just that one Just setting. that one spot. Um, but then you'll have like people who are like, Oh, you're Irish. It's like, oh yeah, my my wife's Irish, and uh, like, uh, like, where like where where's she from? Oh, uh, Toronto. 
And I'm like, what county is Toronto in? <laughs> Seriously? Like, it's like, oh, well, no, her great-grandfather's dog was bred in cork or something. And you're like, get out. It is ridiculous. It is it's so bad. Some of the, st- I mean, I, I don't want to, I, I need to stop dissing Americans. They're lovely people. But then whenever you go over there, I'm pretty sure you're going to diss us. Because you got to, you got to, you got to rip it somewhere. I wouldn't say that now. I would, I like, I met, well, see, well, no. I, I was yeah, because I'm on record here. No, um, I, uh, Americans are a lot more f- fun to make fun of mm. because they won't most of them don't have a sense of humor. Uh, Whereas, you can't actually, you can't, you no, know. Unless, unless you get a really serious person from here, you can't actually make fun of somebody from here because we can laugh at ourselves. I, I, I don't think, no, I'm not going to, I'm not no? going to make that story. I, 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 I thought there's a, there's a story I really want to tell. That I said. Turn that computer off, Ryan. I want to hear this. <laughs> I'll leave. I'll leave it up to you, the editor, to to make this. So I okay, I did. I I did. I I said one joke to an American girl in New York and to a girl, a local girl in Belfast, mm-hmm. the same joke, and it was two completely different reactions. What was the joke? Is it something you can't say? It's something I can say, but I know I know you will find the funny side of it because okay. you have a sense of humor, but. All these compliments. But no, no, no. You'll Ryan's find it funny. Ryan's gonna thump you'll me. You'll find it funny, and I will, and I will, dis- I will make a disclaimer that I do not. It's only a joke. I do not. Dis- anyway, I'll just tell a joke. It was. You don't advocate <coughs> anything that's about to come. I do not advocate. I do not support this view or whatever. I was uh, speaking to a lady at the bar one night, and it was the time of the women's march. Oh boy. And <laughs> and <laughs> you're loving this already. And I was, you know, just chatting away to her and she caught the accent and everything and she and i was like oh did you go up, up to much today she's like oh yeah i was at the, i was actually at the woman's march and i was like right how was it and it's kind of like in that tone that like they like the eye roll sort of thing and she's like oh you know it was really empowering just to be there you know all those women you know you know united <laughs> united you know all in one you know all this you know all right on for like two minutes and i was like oh, i cannot mm-hmm. and, she's, and she's like what about you did you go because some men some men go to this thing okay. it, i news to me and she's like oh you know did you go today did you see the march and i was like oh i didn't actually go but i, I kind of saw it on tv when i came out on the news but it actually inspired me as well just to see all those women marching on the road and not driving on it and I am not kidding. <laughs> Slap across the face, out the bar. <laughs> not kidding. And I said the same joke in Belfast in Lavries, and the girl had the <laughs> same reaction. The girl same reaction as me. I'm like, and you've been what? married three years. I've been married three years. Yeah, got a uh, two kids, Jack and Diane. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That was very very quick off the mark. I think this is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my wife is Sinead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that cross-community sort of thing going on. Um, yeah, so I, I've had to learn just to kind of put a filter on wherever I go, you know. Did she actually hit you? Yeah. That's so bad. I know, I know. I, I mean... No, a comment does not equal <laughs> violence. Thank you very much. I know. Girl needs a slap. <laughs> That's well, it's this whole it's this whole thing. Oh, I don't. Oh, I don't want to get. No, into we'll not get into well. it. Yeah, that's, that's amazing though. Thank you. I appreciate the joke. Yeah, not that's the, definitely yeah. Also, because I'm not the best driver myself, so I do understand. I mean, stereotypes last for a reason, well, Amy. Yeah. Again, I didn't mean that, but <laughs> you know, I'll just let facts be facts. 
But um, I can't even remember what we were talking about earlier. Yes, Americans are very like are very sensitive and it's too it's a very liberal centric city and so everybody like it's so open and so diverse that everybody has an opinion about everything, which means that they're gonna be offended by everything. Oh, <clears throat> which is like it's I mean Really just things I get offended at. I was like, okay, but I'll not let anybody show. I'll yes. not show anybody that I'm offended at it. Whereas, uh, I think there, there's a culture over there where you have to express verbally how you're feeling. Oh, confrontational yes. to the problem. Kind of, okay. yeah. Um, not all of them are like that. I'll admit. I think I honestly think that's just more of a New York thing. Oh, okay. Like if you go, I, I've, I've done quite a bit of travel now in the states, like into the Midwest, um, and they are like all very very positive people um but that's because they're just very happy with life and every, okay. everything and but they're like they have a sense of humor out there <laughs> okay. but new york new york's just the one exception but having said that love the city love being there enjoying as much as i can but don't have a set plan just living in the See moment what's gonna happen love it. it's Who probably knows? the best place to leave it isn't it because <laughs> yeah, yeah. we've like dragged you out for nearly an hour and a half here <laughs> And he's yeah. like, please let me sleep. <laughs> I'm not sleeping for another few <laughs> hours not, anyway. Not with that, and you know, <laughs> definitely not. That's brilliant. perfect. Well, uh, thanks for coming on. Yes. Thank, thank you, you very so much, much for having me. You know, it was worth the flight. That's it. Yeah. 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 Ryan's actually. Is it that you expensing my flight? Oh yeah. This, yeah Ryan. Yeah. Ryan covers <laughs> everything. No, 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 no. You already agreed to uh, this. No, I'm, I'm doing the next one. Is he, do, is he doing Tokyo? the outward? You're doing the return. Is that what it is? That's it. Yeah. That's I, it, yeah. yeah. You're home for life. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. Enjoy time with your parents. <laughs> Living at home again. Yeah. yeah. I get the coffee. She can get her flights. Oh boy. That's a good deal. Yeah. That's a good deal. Yeah. For you. That's fair. Just encourage her to be a better driver. <laughs> Are you driving me to the airport? Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Sorry, I'll get out. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers, Ryan. Cheers. Get your own lift. Where's that chauffeur you were talking about? <laughs> oh, um, Jeeves. Uh, Jeeves. <laughs> yeah. I don't think. I don't. I think he's just uh, domestic. I don't think he's international. Oh. He's polishing the car at home. <laughs> <laughs> straight limo alright we'll yeah. wrap it up there thanks for coming on thank you uh, very thank much you. for having me we will we'll link your, your socials so people can support you for the, for the trial perfect yes, thanks thank very much I'll, I'll be as active as possible on Instagram so if you want to donate just to watch me suffer please donate um, totally that's be... gonna clink everybody in what like that's what we're like handle? here <laughs> Instagram handle is uh, tags underscore 95 spell tags that. with two <laughs> spell that T-E double G-S <laughs> underscore 95 amazing um, very questionable <laughs> that's actually I don't know I'm not I can't tell no, can I either. actually ask what do people call you in tags do they actually oh sorry um, Irish, because, Irish people call me like People who know me well will call me Tegs, but Americans will call me Nate. Nate. I was going to ask, do you get called Nate? A lot. Okay, I like that. It drives me up the wall. Oh, really? No. Do you not like it? Oh, it's do you just... like it in our accent? Yeah, I, I don't mind it. Like, Nate. It's like, yeah, fine. It's like, I, Nate? Yeah, yeah. But, like, hey, Nate. And you're like, no. Nate. No, no, I, no, I, no I that's fair I know, but I, I'm, not, I'm not about that thug life. So. <laughs> no? No, not really. Um... Yeah, Tags is kind of like a very interesting, interesting nickname. Hilarious. Um, You've made my day with that. I did not realize. I, Until you say it out loud. I will tell you another story. And again, you can edit this if you want. My um, roommate in first year uni, uh, again, he was like, you did not understand. Like a lot of people like 
from from the town kept calling me tags and everything so he didn't understand the the whole irony of it and everything <laughs> so he was in the mcclay library of all places oh, no. with um <laughs> a lot of guys who are massive uh, fans of gaelic football and rightly so um who were just walking around in their local county shirts or whatever and he saw me walking around the mcclay and just go tags tags <laughs> safe to say he had to get out of there quick oh, no. and he's, he's such an innocent guy like he's like he like he could not harm a fly but i will not like, i will not mention his name i will yeah there's there's a large population of our, our, our of our good friends but yes it's been a very political <laughs> podcast by accident yeah. with no actual standing point i feel like i just i feel like i just need to do like a little like a little footnote at the end disclaimer respect to all communities of all ethnicities and <laughs> apart from the americans i love all i love all americans you're lovely people you, you have a lot of families in america that do listen to this so i think the second highest um area for listens <clears throat> is la are you serious? Followed by New York at number three. Number one's cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, everything I said was based on New York. And not all Americans are like that. They, they inspire me every day. Just that, <laughs> just that one guy. He's actually sitting here with an eagle on his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You need to do the video podcast now, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wearing, okay. wearing a New York Yankees cap, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. This is the longest wrap up. Yes, I would just think of that. I'm like, we'll never get out here. <laughs> that was that was five minutes, twenty seconds of we're closing, but actually here's a story. <laughs> right, yeah. we'll actually close. Thank you to Nathan or Nate or Tegs. <laughs> and thank you so much to Maiden Morn who are hosting us in one of the rooms that I can never remember the Granite. name of. Granite Room. Um and yeah, that's us. Thank you very much. Enjoy your days. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Have a great rest of your day.